Welcome to the Midlife CEO Podcast, where business coach and strategist Jeannie Spiro teaches you how to take your coaching business to six figures and beyond at Midlife. Join Jeannie and her guests as they reveal their best kept secrets to creating a thriving six or seven figure lifestyle based business. And now, Jeannie Spiro. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Midlife CEO Podcast. I always am excited about having guests on the show. And today I have a guest who I met. Oh, this is going to date me. It's, it's been some years since I started my business. And Melissa and I met at a workshop. It was one of the first business workshops that I ever went to. And I have to tell you, I was sort of like, what is this that this woman does? It was the first time I'd heard of it. And for some of you, it might be the same. However, others of you, this might not be new to you at all. And I cannot wait to dive in. So my guest today is Melissa Kiddo. She is a spiritual coach and workshop facilitator certified through the Wayshowers College with over 30 years experience in the field of spiritual growth and development. Melissa teaches practical tools for you to develop your intuition, connect with your guides, and live your unique life purpose. She's the author and creator of the How to Communicate with Your Angels online course and the Life Purpose Mastery online course. You can learn more about Melissa on her website, communicatewithangels.com. Melissa, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. It's just, this is such a great topic because a lot of our listeners are at some point in this journey of their purpose. Either it's been awakened or it's awakening or they're a little further along and now they're maybe questioning their purpose or a part of their journey. So I'm curious, how did you, how did you recognize that this was your own purpose? When did that uh, come to you? Yeah, that's a great question. I'll try to keep it short because it's a long yeah. story, but I, the, in a nutshell, I was exposed to these spiritual practices from a pretty young age through my mother. And when I was 12 years old, she asked if I wanted to have a session where I would learn about my angels and my intuition. And at the time, I didn't know if I even believed in it, but I went along with it because I was curious, I think. And I had an experience that day that really allow me to see that we do live in two worlds at one time. We have this physical world that we're material world that we're experiencing and that spiritual world is just as real. So as a teenager and into my early twenties, it was maybe you would call it a hobby. It was a passion. It was something I was interested in for myself. And then it was around the age of 25 where I was a school teacher at the time. And but I just kind of came to this awakening moment where I realized I, this has helped me so much. Anytime I needed to make a decision or make some big life changes, I was able to tap into my intuition. And I also had a sense, an inkling of my purpose from a pretty young age because I learned how to tap into that. You know, our, our world is filled with people that are thinking a lot. And so it can be uncomfortable to tune into that more feeling intuitive part of yourself. But, you know, I had the tools to do that. And I realized actually the founder of the Wayshowers College that you mentioned had passed away in 99. And at that time, it was uncertain whether this, you know, organization was even going to continue. And I thought, I need to be a part of 
spreading this message because I know how much it has helped me. I can, you know, feel really confident in my decisions and my purpose. And, and it was more simple to do than people realized. So that it kind of went from there. I love it. It's amazing because you obviously tapped into your own purpose and intuition to figure out your path. And you've been on it ever since. Is that correct? Yeah. I mean, it's not that I knew what it was all going to look like. It's been a lot of twists and turns along the way. But yeah, from a young age, I can say I know how to kind of tap into my purpose and make that the forefront of my life and everything else kind of builds from that. I love this so much and I'll tell you why in a moment, but to me it was, um, I realized at a young age I was an empath, but I didn't know that there was a term around that and I was highly in tune and very sensitive to energy, but I didn't know that there was more to that. And then I remember having a moment, I, I believe I was actually working in a, in a job and I remember um, I, was, I was in a parking garage and it was late at night and I remember thinking, something isn't right about this. And the hairs on the back of my neck went up. And I thought I've got to get to my car as quickly as possible. And I did, and something did happen. I don't remember the circumstances, but later, and this was a while ago, later on, I read that, oh, a sign of your intuition is when the hairs go back, go up on the back of your neck. And I was like, well, I've got that, <laughs> you know? but you know, it wasn't something I ever really thought about or never, I never really incorporated into my life or anything and until later on I started to recognize that maybe this is something that other people aren't as in tune to as I am or I use this in everyday life so you do clearly use it in everyday life and in your business so 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 talk a little bit more about this um I'm so curious when people are trying to figure out their purpose you probably see this all the time. They're figuring out their path and their purpose and they're doing it, you said before, from the strategic mind or the thinking mind. Yeah. Why is that a problem or why is that problematic? Well, yeah, so it's about balance, right? So it's about that balance of my feeling intuitive nature and the intellectual nature. And from my point of view, the feeling is where the true power lies. You could call that your energy, your soul, that part of you that, you know, knows why you're here this lifetime and has a purpose and a plan to it. The intellect is part of our physical body. It's the brain. It's, it's, and it's important. It's right there to organize you and give you direction. Um, but we, with that, we have a lot of programming and beliefs that have, we've been taught from the outside that can cause conflict between what my true feelings are. So when I'm in my true feelings, I can tune into what is my true heart's desire. And it, it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, what anyone else says, what society thinks is right or wrong. It's like, what is my heart's desire? And that's really the secret to finding your purpose, by the way. <laughs> like we could almost <laughs> stop the interview right there. Um, but then the mind comes in and says, well, you can't do that because you've got kids or you don't have enough money or this and that and all the other. And so all that programming and beliefs comes up and kind of causes you to limit yourself. So when you're in more in balance, it's more like feel, think, act. The feel is the initial inspiration or desire. And then the thinking mind is there to organize you to accomplish that, not to talk you out of it. 
right? And then you can step into action. And the action piece is important. You know, like some very spiritual people are going to leave that out. They want to meditate all day long. So I'm very much the practical spiritual person. Like, yes, tune in and get that guidance and then make it practical out there in the material world. Oh, I love that because I feel like I do that on the business side. I I work from a very intuitive place when I'm coaching, but I'm also in a strategic mind when I'm telling or giving guidance on what to do. And I love that both, both I think are so important. This is so great. So where do you think that people get stuck in that three-part process where, you know, at any point of their business, where do you think that they sort of have a hard time moving through it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's lot, there's many different tendencies of getting out of balance, but I know the one for me is that overthinking. So I'm sure that some people listening can relate. Um, overanalyzing, dissecting, overorganizing. And then it's like, I find myself, I'm procrastinating or you know I haven't followed through on what my heart's desire really said. So one thing I learned a couple of years ago is just to organize myself enough to follow through on what my heart really desires. I think another thing that people do, though, is they find themselves in this place of, I don't know what I want, because they've never really learned to ask themselves that. The power really comes from within, but we're so programmed in our society to look outside of ourselves, to go, what am I supposed to be doing? Or what out there is going to make me happy? And one of the things I talk about when I'm helping people with their purpose is, the material opportunities, whether it's a job, a business, a relationship, parenting, like all of that is really a means to an end for the real reason you're here is to learn and grow. Mm. Um, there's actually five key statements that are sort of the foundation of the work that I do. Great. Um, you are energy. You are here to learn and grow. You have inner guidance. You have a unique purpose and you are free, right? So they seem very simple, but they're not always easy to put into practice, right? So I'm fascinated by the last one. I I think I can work through the others, but talk about the last one. Can you tell me what that means? You are free, yeah. So it's like, as a soul, you are free to choose whatever you would like to choose. Mm -hmm. And you know, there in this society, there may be consequences to my actions and things that I don't want to get involved in, no doubt, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want to commit a crime because I'm going to get in trouble and I don't want to disrespect other people. But it's really good to remember this. For most people listening, it's going to be more about where are you unconsciously putting limitations in your path or thinking you're not free, right? Because you have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. And so this, I know this can come up a lot with parenting where, okay, because I have these kids, I can't do this and I can't do that. And some of that could be on the surface true, but often there's another possibility. If I'm able to really just open my mind to say, I am free, then what else could be possible that I'm missing so that you can fulfill your heart's desire to travel or to have your own business and still have, um, you know, be a good parent to your kids, that kind of a thing. It's all possible, but I think sometimes our thinking mind certainly doesn't see that. Or as you also said, society also 
um, maybe has us thinking certain things um, are or are not possible. And so that is when I would imagine through the work that you do, you're helping someone access what their what is actually true for themselves and and what their inner voice and guides and so forth are trying to help them see is possible for them. Am I correct in, in that? Yeah. Um, and so a lot of times I hear people say, I don't know what I want. And it's always an alarm bell for me because usually when I'm coaching one-on-one, -on -one, I can talk to that person within about five or 10 minutes. I can identify they do know what they want. Mm. It's just that they don't think it's possible because mm. of the Z. And so they they say, well, I can't do that. So what is it I really want? And they've already, they already really know. Um, yeah. So when we're working with this practice, it's like really start from the place of, I have no limitations. If I had all the money, all the time, all the resources, all the abundance I could ever need, all the help I could ever need, then what would I want to be doing? And it doesn't mean you stay there forever in your daily life, but that's the starting point because then you're, moving out all those reasons why you can't do something and coming back to the core of what you desire. What's that soul's calling? Mm -hmm. And then, okay, then once I'm clear on that, then I can take a step back and go, okay, how can I step by step move toward that in my real life, right? With everything else that's going on. Um, Melissa, you know, what this also brings up to me is um, the difference between what children believe is possible and what adults believe is possible. And I always think of my children and, and having conversations with them when they were little, very young. And I remember my daughter saying, I would like to be a police lady and a doctor. And, and in my, right, in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you can do, well, actually in my mind, I was like, no, you have to make a choice. Like that's what my adult mom mind was thinking, mm. but on, but to her, I was like, good for you. You can, anything is possible. And in her mind, I think she believed that. I mean, granted she was very young and you know, it's that old question that's always asked when children are young, but she did truly believe that anything was possible and she could do it all. And, and I think as we get older, we, we place some judgment um, on what's possible for ourselves, right? And, and that also is something we probably have to work through from what you're saying in order to get to the root of what we really want. Mm -hmm. and, and yet it's there all along. But I'm imagining your work is in helping to dismantle some of those beliefs. So could you talk about that further? Like, you go, you must go in and do, it's like surgery, <laughs> I would imagine, in yeah. some cases, right? Some cases, and that. it's a step-by-step -step process, right? So mm -hmm. it's just like, we're not going to work on all your blocks in one session, right? It's just, what's that main one? But yeah, that's one of my favorite ways to work with people, actually, because it's very fulfilling to, um, so what happens is in our first seven years of life, we're just pure feelings and science backs this up, right? It's, it says the brain doesn't actually fully form until you're about seven or eight years old. So in that first seven years, you're just pure feeling more in the essence of pure soul energy. You don't really develop that intellectual nature until about seven. So at that time, you're just absorbing all the feelings and beliefs and, you know, concepts of the people around and forming your personality from that. And some of that serves me in a positive way. 
I need that while I'm here. I need to learn not to, you know, run across the road when there's cars coming. Like, so, you know, there's some uh, important stuff that goes on there, but then some of the things that we learn are actually at a certain point, not serving me anymore. And so I need to take a look at why am I holding on to this concept that somebody else taught, taught me? And is it really true? Is it really serving me? And if not, then I can choose to replace it with a more positive belief for myself that feels more in alignment with the real you. Mm. Yeah. I remember when we first met, I think I was struggling between all of those worlds at the same time because I, I'd been coming from a culture of what, in fact, I, I don't think I even, I hadn't awakened any of my intuition. Maybe on the personal side, I could see things as I was saying, um, but on a business side, I was sort of conditioned to think a certain way and I was working in corporate and I was doing the work. And so you do this, you don't think, <laughs> or you, you think within um, structure, right? Mm -hmm. And as you begin to explore your purpose, it's almost like, wait a minute, where are the walls and where's the structure? And even in business, it's the same thing. It's like, well, there are no limitations. And yeah. do you think that's, that sometimes is a little unnerving for for people as they begin to explore this path <laughs> yeah for sure it is it's like really living that thing of I am free it's not always easy um yeah my path with that was I wasn't in corporate but my upbringing I never was exposed to anybody that had their own business right my, both of my parents were professionals a teacher and an accountant mm -hmm. all of the family friends and relatives were nine to fivers so when I came to this path of hey if I'm actually going to share you know this work of helping people connect with their guides and develop their intuition I don't think there's any jobs that allow that so I'm on the path of starting my own business and that was really scary it felt like jumping off a cliff into the abyss because it's like there's no boundaries anymore mm -hmm. um and so sometimes we cling to what's familiar mm -hmm. because the, the fear of the change and the freedom is actually more confronting than just clinging to something that's familiar even if it feels uncomfortable oh right my gosh, so, yes yeah and so this is where, you know, starting to work with everybody has a team of whether you call them, it doesn't really matter, angels, guides, helpers, we have backing and help. And so those are the kind of things where if I'm feeling afraid, but deep down inside, I really know that I want to do it. Um, this is where having that communication with your angels can help you to, to recheck. Is the timing right for this? Is it in my best interest? Is this a high priority for my unique life purpose and sort of have that backing to stay on that path of your purpose because you have choice right you have free will you can stay stuck with what you're doing and feel unhappy or you can start to move toward you know that purpose will naturally bring you happiness fulfillment etc it's giving yourself um sort of i guess we'll say the permission to move forward into that, but also understanding and through the work that you do is you help people. I, from what I'm really understanding is you removing the blocks and helping people start to, to see the path or find the path um, to what's, what is in their heart's desire or their soul's desire. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And everybody has their own unique niche and purpose. 
And so it's really important not to compare yourself to somebody else because it's uniquely yours and it doesn't have to look like what anyone else is doing. Right. So that can also be scary. <laughs> it's like, again, I have choice to do whatever I want to do. So I help people kind of with that process of getting clear. What is my desires? What is my unique purpose? I actually, um, one of the things I do in my work is tell people what is their spiritual thrust? And it's a strange sort of a word, but it really means kind of a mantra, a sentence that encapsulates your unique expression, your unique um, vibration out in the world that you're here to share. And so that's that inner spiritual purpose rather than my purpose is to be a doctor, it's to be a, yes. a life coach. Like that's just a means to an end. You really need to know, go inside first and know what is that unique spiritual purpose that I'm here to share. There could be many ways of doing it. Um, but once you're clear on that, then you can find the opportunities or the business or the you know, different things out there in the world that are a good match for that purpose that allow you to express it more of the time. I love that. I, you know, I'm going to just share um, two things for me. Uh, one was that I didn't know my purpose for most of my life. And so I just stayed on a path and I did what I thought I was best at. But when the opportunity presented it, itself um, to ask, is this really what I want anymore? It was scary, but I kept moving into it. And what was happening on the back end and, and sort of in my life was Nobody understood what I wanted to do. So similar to what you're talking about with your journey, um, it, nobody had, other people in my life were entrepreneurs and in, in my family, but nobody understood exactly what I was wanting to do with developing my business. In fact, you know, being an online business coach or business coach was like, well, well that's not like what we see, check the boxes of a, of a position. So it was, it, it brought up all of these feelings of, is this the right, should I be doing this? Does this even exist? Even though I feel like it's right. Mm -hmm. And then the other part of it was in the journey of being a business coach, it wasn't like I completely landed once I made the decision. And I see this happen a lot. Like we start to, we become a coach or we become whoever that is once we've sort of moved into that. And then it's not like, well, that's final, <laughs> right? Um, we're going to do exactly what it is that we figured out and it evolves over time. Um, you must see that as well. Uh, you know, the sort of moving into something in the discomfort and then there's an evolution to even being in your own purpose or finding your spiritual path and purpose that it's not probably exactly like a straight line, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure, you know, the, the 40 plus <laughs> listeners, I'm 43 now. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm in the 40 plus category. Um, <laughs> but I think this has been really evident as I've moved into my forties of, okay, yes, I've got some experience under my belt now. And I can, you know, I can say I've got some credibility as compared to when I was in my twenties. And that evolution definitely happens. It's like when you start to feel that, okay, this opportunity, or maybe it's a relationship or something else in your life, this was fulfilling and I was growing from it in the past, 
But now I'm starting to notice if I'm really honest with what my feelings are telling me inside is like, I'm no longer getting fulfillment from it, or I'm just feeling like something else needs to shift. It's not, I'm not growing from this opportunity anymore. And so then it's like, okay, what's, what's that next evolution of your path and purpose? It's been really interesting for me personally with, um, you know, the last year of quarantine life, et cetera, where I was on a path where I was doing a lot of in-person workshops and I just kind of stopped that part of my business. And it's actually been a beautiful opportunity for, really, for me to expand my online offerings, which I probably wouldn't have done. And so mm. sometimes, you know, things will come up in your life for a reason. It sounds like a cliche, but to teach you something. To, it helped me to see it's okay to let that go, at least for now, because there's this whole other opportunity that I've been neglecting that is really my path and my purpose at this time things will change at different times. And again, you can kind of check with your guidance so you can stay on track with, you know, what is my path now? It's always growing and evolving. And I think the work from what I'm hearing that you do is also supporting people through some of the discomfort that happens in, in that. Uh, it may not always be, in some cases, this happened this past year where I know people weren't like, this is exactly the path that I want my business to take. It wasn't like that it was a choice exactly, but what's happening is turning out for some people to be um, an element that's wonderful in some ways. Like you just said, the expansion of your business and being able to serve in a different way. And it might be temporary that you're not doing the workshops in person. And it, and it can feel jarring though, yes. right? Especially when it's not, it doesn't feel like it's your decision for something like that to happen, right? Yeah. And that's when the thinking mind, I would think, goes into, oh, we're, you know, oh, this means this or this means that. But I would imagine that when you come in to work with someone, you're also helping them to find things that they didn't see that can be possible yeah. out of that. Can you talk about how you this year is probably some of your clients have gone through some of those types of experiences and in your work, how do you support sort of moving them through this, through discomfort is really what I'm getting at to yeah. a place of, yeah. Hey. <laughs> I think the key word for me during all of that, like change that was confronted on us was frustration. Like I started to feel frustrated that I couldn't, I felt like I couldn't do the things I wanted to do. Mm. And, uh, and I know that a lot of other people have felt that. And so really the key is I help people to tune into how does it feel? How does it feel within you? And how do things feel within the environment? And you could call that discerning energy. Mm. And so it's, it's, you know, talking about it on a podcast can sound very sort of theoretical. It's a very experiential thing for each individual to say, okay, um, you know, how would it feel if I chose this path and really tune into that? How would it feel if I chose this path? And often one will feel more light, more expansive, more free, even if your head doesn't really agree with it or is still afraid. Yeah. If I'm really able to let that thinking go just for a minute and tune into how does this path feel? What's most in alignment for me? Mm. And again, each person has their you know, team of guys that they can 
recheck with because our, our spirit guides, our angels have a bigger picture so they can see things that we can't see. So they can help us to be in the right place at the right time and to be doing the things that fulfill your purpose and growth. Right. And sometimes that's beyond my understanding. Like even right. still, I get answers from my guides where I'm like, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I've learned through experience that if I trust it and follow through in hindsight, I see why I got that. Uh, even when yeah. I didn't understand it at the time. Maybe sometimes and what you're saying is we're not meant to always understand it, right? In the moment, um, but just to... Um, to be open to it and um, and to allow that there might be something that comes afterward that will explain it. <laughs> so I, I guess that's part, part, part of the, the thinking mind. I love thinking and I love to have answers to to, to questions that I have, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't always mean that we, sh we need to. <laughs> so. And it's about balance. So I'm not mm -hmm. saying not to think, right? Some people will sure. you know, go too far the other way. Yeah. don't think enough. They just yes. like going blindly. I've got a friend that's a bit like that, you know? And so I need both. I need the balance. Um, but I think what a lot of people do is they want to have it all figured out. They want to see everything that's going to kind of unfold before they even take the first step. Yeah. And, and it's usually not like that. You know, like, I don't think it ever is really, because I have to take action on the first step and then gain that experience and that growth. And then I can kind of see what that next step is. And that's the part you said before that I think is so important because I see a lot of people not take the action. They get the insight, right? Just like you said. And it's like, I'm such an action taker that I sometimes don't wait for something to come in completely. And I'm like, well, I got something and I'm off. Yeah. Which probably isn't always a good thing because then I find I'm backtracking. Um, but, but it's okay. I'm learning to figure out when I'm getting guidance or insight, either internally or sometimes I get them from uh, external forces that sometimes I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I have to be more quiet with this information, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to take action. It's just that I'm going to spend a little time with that before I take action versus before it was I barely had a piece of information. I was done. <laughs> I was gone. So in that case, rather than feel, think, act, it's feel, act, think. Mm -hmm. So it's out of balance. <laughs> yes, it's exactly. And that's exactly. Do you see that happen with people that, okay. All right. Yeah. It's not my personal tendency, but I definitely have friends and clients that do that. They're like, okay, great. We're going to do this right now. And then I, and they're in there like, oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> I, know. I, I need to think that through a little bit more first. Then they come back to you with a thousand other questions, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay. Since we're talking about how to connect with your spirit guides, what is one thing you want to share with us about how to do that, um, yeah. that I think would be helpful for everyone to know? Yeah. So really the first step to connecting with your guides is to be relaxed. And um, so I have a, um, a free gift that we'll share about, which is the spiritual cleansing technique. Okay. And this is a way just it, I've had several people say to me, I could meditate for 30 minutes, or I could do this for 30 seconds and have the same result. Mm -hmm. And so it's a really kind of simple, effective way to just be relaxed. It helps you to let go of all those, you know, thoughts running through your mind and, I mean, I love yoga. So it's similar to me of like how I feel after a yoga session where the energy is flowing. 
and what why that's important with connecting with your guides is um you're actually kind of expanding your energy you're being more connected to their high vibration of energy so that the communication with them can be more direct and more mm -hmm. easy to perceive and we're really receiving hundreds of hunches and impressions every day from our guides so it can be in the thought of uh, sorry in the form of a thought popping in your mind a picture a flash of inspiration an aha moment a moment of clarity and a lot of people don't acknowledge that that's their guides and that's okay but if you learn to pay more attention you can really utilize that guidance more and you can start to learn how to have a two-way communication with your guides and be able to ask them questions and receive answers um, and you actually mentioned another way earlier to connect with your guides is to notice when you feel the chills the tingling the shivers going down your spine so you feel that when they're communicating with you and um, wanting to yeah wanting to communicate some kind of message to you so it's good when you feel the chills to notice at that moment okay what is it that's going on in my surroundings it's usually a confirmation that you're on the right track reassurance um that kind of thing yeah i've also often found that as validation or yeah. aff an affirmation um i will say one thing that i realized many years ago was that i noticed that when i was coaching that sometimes it was very hard for me to sit down and coach and um that uh and, and I help a lot of people when they're putting together a presentation, so um, a, a speech or a signature talk. And so in my creative zone, oftentimes I find that I have to move. And so when I'm moving the energy, like my own energy, it helps my thinking mind uh, be able to actually tap into my own guidance and intuition so that I can really say, okay, well, this is how I think you should move, or this is where you should go with your talk, or this is really going to resonate. And I sometimes find sitting down, I'm like, mm, I can't, I can't access that for people. Mm. So I'm, I'm noticing and observing how as a person and delivering my gifts and work, how I can channel and support and use my intuition even better and guidance better. And I, it's funny because the, the part that I, I never recognized that I was doing that until someone said, do you see yourself when you stand up and you're speaking and you're guiding or you're teaching? And I was like, oh no, I just know that I have to get up. Yeah. And so, right, so like my thinking mind wasn't even aware of mm -hmm. that. Right. Right. Um, but I'm becoming more conscious of that because I actively can see a difference in how I serve when I'm in my zone of um, receiving what I need to. Um, yeah, it's like there is a flow that happens. And uh, I have a friend who's similar that I actually work with and lead retreats with where she says, I don't like doing Zoom because I need to stand up to be more in guidance. Um, yeah, and so it's like that whatever you need to do is a very personal, but when there's that flow of energy happening, it will just build momentum. And it's like, I am getting out. It's not that I don't think, like I'm still organizing and directing, but it's like a good analogy is like when you first learn to drive a car, right? you have to think a lot you have to remember all the things and after a while it becomes second nature so sometimes you'll get 
inspirations from your guides when you're driving because your intellect is busy enough to actually be doing the motions of driving that <laughs> it's got a job <laughs> and then you're receptive to your intuitive part just picking up ideas and inspirations which truly drives me insane when that happens because I'm like, I can't, I, what am I going to do with this information? Yeah. And then I work, reporter. yeah, exactly. I work so hard. And oftentimes when I'm with someone, I'm like, write this down. Yeah. <laughs> so helpful. Um, so do you, do you find that you channel as well for people's information as you're, or are you really working more to help individuals access information for themselves. Um, and if you do channel, do you find, is that something that you enjoy doing too? Yeah, so my passion, I feel like my passion and my purpose is more to teach other people how mm -hmm. to access this. Yes. Because when you can you know, work with your own guidance. I believe everybody is psychic. Everybody has guidance. It's not a strange, weird thing. It's very normal. Everybody experiences it and they just might describe it with different words, right? Um, but when you can tap into that and really learn to trust yourself, mm -hmm. you have that ability and a resource for the rest of your life. Um, but yes, no doubt when I'm doing sessions for people, I will pick up kind of an intuitive hit or an inspiration to share with them. And it was even more, actually, I love working with groups the best. So when I'm working with a group, whether in person or online, mm -hmm. um, it's like you're, I'm really feeling a lot of backing from their guides that might be talking to my guides to share with them what they need to hear. Because that's the beauty of working with a mentor. It's not I don't want to be somebody's psychic reader and tell them what they should do. Mm -hmm. However, sometimes I might be able to share with them a nugget and inspiration that they never would have thought of themselves. So mm -hmm. it is being a channel for their guides because if my state of consciousness just can't handle an idea right now, I'm not gonna be able to get it directly from my own angels. Mm -hmm. It's just too foreign of a concept. So, but if I receive it from, you know, their angels is talking to me and I share it with them, it can be a way to help them to grow and expand their state of consciousness. This is just great. I mean, it's so empowering to be able to learn how to do this on your own. So I love the work that you do. And clearly there's much more to this and, but everyone can get started with your free gift. Um, and so that is a, that is a cleansing tool. If I understand correct, mm -hmm. correctly, um, we're going to have the link below, but, um, I will just mention that here as well. I think one of the things that I've noticed and I love about what you do is that it is empowerment. It is being able to step into something that, you know, you know that you want or you feel within yourself that you're not, you're thinking this isn't where I am, isn't exactly where I want to be, or I think I want to make, make some changes, but you're helping them to understand how they can step in and get clarity around it um maybe even trust it mm -hmm. think about it and then take action on it as opposed yeah. to jump all the way through to action or even not taking action right um, which is another problem yeah. and i think one of my personal gifts is to really help a person to be able to distinguish between what is my true feelings my you know my heart's desire as opposed to 
the concepts and beliefs that I actually learned from somebody else mm -hmm. because it can be really hard to tell the difference when you're in it right and it's, sometimes it's hard for me in my own life of course um, but when I'm working with a client I can really just feel that help them to hone in on this is you and that's not you right mm -hmm. and then they can feel that for themselves and then they need to be able to have the confidence and the trust to let go of the stuff that's not them <laughs> easier yes. said than done yes. uh, but really the clearer you can be on just being your true authentic self and following that path that's to me is the secret to you know the joy and the abundance that we're all seeking and you know melissa i think there's a piece to this um you know you stepped into a business that isn't like like you know everyone does this for a living right you stepped right. into something with right that might have been like wow i'm doing something that's uh, we'll just call out of the the structure of what is are known for the job typical job descriptions and that takes a certain amount of trust in stepping into your own purpose and i know in in my life i'm personally going through something where i'm writing my book and and that vulnerability and stepping into it, it i'm i'm being asked to tap into something now that feels uncomfortable um about revealing something that i'm like oh does this feel right or should i reveal this or is this the right path and so even in writing a book i'm noticing i'm nervous to reveal something or things uh you know about how i work and how i think and what i'm doing and yet there's all these other voices that are saying to me it's time you sh you need to no one knows this so there's that vulnerability or nobody else is doing it and yet your guides are saying or your intuition is saying come on it's time that's not always easy right <laughs> that is not always easy <laughs> yeah i'm certainly not sitting here and saying it was easy i mean so but i think also what happens and this is part of our purpose why we're here to learn and grow is as i step forward into those new goals those new desires that seem scary and out of my comfort zone it's actually for the purpose of growth as well all those things that I'm going to learn along the way and to be able to you know grow into that I'm really going through a stage right now for me of expanding and scaling up in my business to not actually create a whole lot of new programs but to have the capacity to have larger number of people in the group mm -hmm. and in that process there's a lot of things I'm having to personally grow through like okay I need to hire more help and mm -hmm. all that stuff of like letting go of control and so any goal yes. that you have is really like okay what's the growth in it and maybe the fears that I, I need to work through and, and release and this is something that's that I see often happens and something I had to go through because I you know I'm I'm past that, but but there's a part of it that was very hard for me was that what I said before about I work very intuitively and when I'm working one on one with people, it felt like I'm going to lose that when I try to scale right so it was like well what is this opportunity and how can this work and I kept asking questions and what do I need to know who can teach me how to do this and how do I take this information out so it's not just relevant to one person it doesn't have to be customized. And so I, it, I was studying, trying to, trying to figure out how to leverage a group program for years. And I finally figured out how to do it, but it, I had to be very patient through the process. 
to come to a point of realization of, oh, this is finally it. And then when I found that solution, when I found that mentor to support me, it was like, oh yes, here's my credit card. And I, like, it was weeks to really, frankly, uh -huh. it was like, yeah. oh, wow. Okay. I, it's been sitting here and I can do this. So it's, sometimes it's so hard when you're going through it and you can't see the way and then you're trying you're trying and you're being patient and then it gets frustrating and then you're like oh wait a minute it's all clicked in and now it's moving very quickly which is wonderful yes yeah and it's like working through your own stuff yes <laughs> in that process yes yeah. I love that you do this work. Um, the first step to um, communicating with your angels, everyone, this uh, spiritual cleansing technique video, it's communicatewithangels.com forward slash cleansing, and there'll be a link below. But that is how you can get started and continue learning from Melissa. Um, I want to just ask you two quick questions before we do uh, a wrap up here. So, you know, as you're growing your business and taking care of yourself, you know, there's an expansion, obviously you're going through it as well. How are you, what are some of the practices that you've taken to take care of yourself in your own business growth uh, that you feel comfortable sharing? Yeah, I mean, self-care for me became really important and it's especially during the last year when my son was out of school and that was a whole nother thing to deal with and like how do I run my business when this kid's running around crazy so self-care became even more important to me and there's a lot of things I do actually um, I have the the energy practices that I do in the morning and I'm not a big meditator like this I'm talking five minutes right so doing the cleansing and just also cleansing the environment sending white light through the environment to make sure everything's feeling harmonious. Mm. Um, I do love to work out. I think that's really important for me to keep my energy balanced. So I try to do that each day unless I have, you know, get really, really busy and, um, and yoga in the evening. So this has been something for me that's more recent actually in the last couple of years is really integrating the body as well as the, the spirit and feeling that, you know, harmony, um within that and allowing myself to take breaks you know i mean when you have your own business you could be working 24 7 and i have to go okay that's not going to get done today and that's okay you know i think there's a there can be a workaholic kind of mindset out there in the online entrepreneurial world and i just don't really buy into that i think keeping my body and my energy clear is more of a priority Absolutely. That's great. Um, I'm going to wrap us up. I think um, we have gone and taken much more of your time than, uh, you know, you have many, many other things to do today, I'm sure as well. But I'm so grateful for you taking time with us today. And, and I want to thank um, all of our listeners. So Melissa, it's always a pleasure to spend extra time in seeing yeah. you. The last time I saw you, I think we were in what, it was like the one of the last times I traveled. So yeah, it was, it was a conference in Niagara, just Cross the Canada border kind of just before everything shut down. So yeah, but it was such a pleasure to, to share with you. And it's really, really fun. So I hope people got value from it. Absolutely. I'm going to listen to this many times. So <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> so everyone, again, please, um, you will find golden nuggets when you go over to Melissa's website and make sure you download her gift and you'll again see it in the notes below. Um, actually, one last question, Melissa, where do you like to hang out the most on social media that we can point everyone to? 
Yeah, I have my own YouTube channel. So that's the main place that I share information. So people can just search on YouTube for Communicate with Angels and they will find that. And then I'm also on uh, Facebook with uh, communicatewithangels.com. Excellent. Okay, we'll make sure those links are below. And if all of you are not currently in the Midlife CEO Facebook group, come on over, join us inside. We talk about things beside business. We talk about being a midlife CEO as well. And I am so looking forward to you and your feedback, uh, sharing this with this episode and all others. So thanks again for being with us, everyone. Always a pleasure. And I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Midlife CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.